0: What's up, RTC? This is the Career Progressions Podcast, brought to you by RevealedTalent.com. I'm your career advocate, Mark Allred. You know, building the career you want is no longer about climbing the ladder of success. Technology and the speed of information have made advancing in your career like climbing a rock wall. Our podcast focuses on the stories of career pros and experts who have climbed before you. What they share will help you find the climbing holds they use to get where they are today. Their stories will help you be proactive, be intentional, and keep moving forward. So studies have shown that those who have been without work for 27 weeks or more are nearly twice as likely to have obesity-related health conditions. There's an interesting paradox in our country that suggests the hungrier you get, the more obese you become. This paradox often plays out in the life of someone who's struggling to find work in very subtle ways. Unless you're intentional about recognizing the need to prioritize your health during, say, a job search, or even sometimes if you are, very logical decisions can inadvertently pave the way for poor health. For example, we talked about the importance of creating a budget and cutting back on any expenses possible during Episode 5 of our podcast with Alex Moss. For a lot of people, this might mean canceling that gym membership and reducing that food budget. But a change in a gym routine often leads to a break in a workout habit, and unfortunately, it's been proven again and again that the vast majority of low-cost food is packed with empty calories. So what's a job seeker to do? Well, that's exactly the question I've invited our special guest, Maureen Calamagno, to join us and explore it with us today. Maureen is an enthusiastic advocate of integrated wellness and health education. She focuses on providing life-enhancing coaching that inspires clients to find their way to a healthier, more grounded life. She's a master coach certified through Intrinsic Solutions International and is the owner of Your Wellness Coach, which you will be able to learn much more about from her today. Hey, Maureen, how are you? Welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Mark. Glad to be here.
0: So you've got a master's degree in public health and you've been helping people stay healthy your entire career. So what what really fueled that passion back in the beginning to champion good health like you do?
1: Well, I grew up in a family of healthcare workers. And I had a sense of community and civil service from a very young age. I love helping people and connecting them to great resources. And my passion has led me um, to the current career of health coaching.
0: Wow. So I I mentioned that studies show people who are out of work for a long time, they're almost twice as likely to have obesity-related issues. How does that statistic compare to what you've seen as a health coach?
1: It's in line with well-known research on stress. Job searching, as you know, is not only a big transitional period in a person's life, but it can also be a full-time job in itself. Not everyone has a good support system in place for this phase either, All these things can cause stress. And biologically, stress raises the cortisol levels in our body. Hmm. Cortisol, if you don't know, is nature's built-in alarm system, and it's our body's main stress hormone.
0: Wow. So... And, you know obviously, you've got a lot of wisdom and insight into those kinds of things. and I, I don't know if some of the folks who are listening really understand the full nature of a health coach, And obviously, what you do, as I understand it, is very different than, say, like a physical trainer or something like that. So tell us a little bit more about what role do you normally play in a person's journey to become fit or to stay fit?
1: Sure. Um, I like to think of it as a support network. So um a health coach is someone who can help support you along your journey and help you find actionable goals or sometimes smart goals is what they're called and really help you to move forward from where you are, yet not push you in a way that's uncomfortable. So we're there as a support system. Um, But we often are not necessarily the person who is creating a, as you said, workout plan. So there are some health coaches that both are personal trainers and health coaches, but um, if we're not, in my case, I find those people and those resources for someone and really build out what they're needing.
0: So in some ways, I'm going to use a loose analogy here. You're kind of like a health contractor, right? So if I need work done around the house, I'm not necessarily coming in with a hammer, but I'm finding the people that, that do that. Is that a fair assessment?
1: Yes, I like to think of myself as uh, your personal strategist, right? so love it. So um, we're, fi- we're strategizing and finding what works best for you um, because a- an individual person knows themselves best, knows their life best, um, but we're here to kind of shine the magnifying glass and say, okay, what are you wanting and, and how can we really activate that?
0: Wow. Well, so I know you work with folks who are in all different seasons of their life, uh, but you know, our our audience is generally a lot of folks who are just looking for work or who are just stressed because they don't like their work. So, you know, thinking about them in particular, what would you say are maybe the two or three biggest stumbling blocks that they tend to experience and how do you help them with that?
1: Sure. Um, a few things that I would highlight are, are blocks really for many people. So um not feeling worthy of taking time for themselves, sticking to a routine or, or not yeah. <laughs> as much as possible. Um, whether they have a support system in place, uh, moving our bodies on a daily basis is, is a really big thing that a lot of us are not doing, at least not to the degree that that our bodies need it because of our sedentary lifestyles. Yeah. And getting enough sleep.
0: My my kids will tell you. I am a big proponent of sleep. I am telling them all the time that they need to get that, and and I don't know. They always buy it, but I always talk to them about. It. I think eight hours. There's so much written about, you know, getting seven eight hours, with just the sleep component. Um, and where do you fall on that? I mean, should I lighten up on the kids about telling them to sleep more? <laughs>
1: Uh, So there are guidelines. You mentioned eight hours. Uh, Some people don't need eight hours. They can do well on six hours, for example, and some people need 10. Uh Um, But there are some age-related guidelines that you can find. And so kind of using that, again, as a guideline and not trying to squeeze yourself into something that doesn't fit well for you. Hmm. Um, So I always try to talk to my clients about finding a sleep routine So as they are paying more attention to their sleep habits, what's a good routine for you? Are you a night owl? Are you an early riser? How do you get the amount of sleep that your body needs within those parameters? And obviously the responsibilities that you may have uh, either as a caretaker or with your work.
0: Yeah, I love your focus on routine and we, you know, we do the same thing when it comes to, you know, career advice. It's the routine of job searching and making sure you're you're doing the things that are helping to move you forward step by step. And that applies with sleep and I'm sure it applies with working out. So that's great. Let's look at the other side of it, though. I mean, we talked a little bit in the intro about, uh, you know, the financials decisions that a lot of job seekers have to make that that break these routines, or uh, inadvertently, um, but, you know, having to maybe cancel that gym membership and, and, you know, starting to cut back on what they're spending on food, which can lead down some dark roads. Uh, how do you kind of coach them in those areas?
1: Well, a good health strategy doesn't have to mean expensive actions or take a lot of time. So it can be a simple action like stopping to breathe in and out deeply, hmm. um, taking a walk. Which, for most people, is free, right. um, or even, <laughs> or even giving yourself a foot massage, huh. so, um, or some other type of of um, stress reducing and and helps with your blood flow. So it could be a hand massage, a foot massage, or some some other kind of thing, um, you know, that helps you to feel like you're um, centering in your body and and you're de-stressing. As far as food, uh, one of the tips that I really like to to tell people is frozen vegetables are cheaper than fresh vegetables often. But they're just as healthy, if not more healthy, in the fact that they're picked fresh and then they're flash frozen. So that's one really good opportunity to still keep vegetables in your diet. And then for exercise, grabbing a walking buddy and going out on a greenway or just around your neighborhood is a great option. You can get that person-to-person support as you talk to them and connect, and you're getting exercise at the same time.
0: Yeah, those are great. Too. I didn't know that about uh, f- about frozen vegetables. That's kind of cool to know. I would yeah. have thought the nat- <laughs> the the regular ones there, um, you know, in the produce department would be better. But that's very very interesting. So you and if you yeah go, go ahead on. no 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 please. <laughs>
1: So if you have had a gym membership that's become too expensive, you can look and see what else is available in your area. There are usually county recreation centers and maybe a more simple gym setup, which can be cheaper in price. If you live in an apartment complex, oftentimes they'll have a small gym that is part of the uh, usage for the renters, the tenants. Yeah. Um, and also they're often pay what you can afford yoga classes in many areas. So you don't really have to sacrifice your exercise um, because you think that it's too expensive. There are a lot of low cost and free options. And the last thing is uh, financial health is really especially important around this time when you're a job seeker. If you don't have a job or you're looking at maybe um, transitioning and you're not sure about your income. So there are a lot of uh, free uh, free or low fee services to help you get your financial affairs in order as well. And just a final thought on this is to think about how you want to show up for your job interviews. Do you want to be taking care of yourself, mm-hmm. looking healthy and and well, or whatever the alternative might be? Yeah. So good health habits really can be just as important as the good resume.
0: Maureen, that is a great capper thought there. Yes, uh, showing up to your interviews. How do you want to portray yourself? And that's true. It, it's not just about you know being healthy it's it, it's going to help kind of show through with your confidence and things you know if you've got that good bi- balance going on so i mean you you mentioned the financial side you mentioned the health uh, you know health eating well you talked about uh, working out one thing you mentioned briefly was was stress And, you know, a couple of of conditions we haven't really delved into yet is anxiety and depression. I mean, clearly, these are the natural enemies of an unemployment uh, or someone who's unemployed. So how do you support your clients who are just struggling to get out of their pajamas every day?
1: That kind of support really means uh, being present Mm. and meeting the clients where they are at that time. So not rushing them and giving them those extra pauses between thoughts. Um, Sometimes people really want to sprint towards their goals. And it's my job to slow down a little bit and step back with them so we can find the best parts, quote unquote, between the lines, so to speak. Um, This lessens their anxiety and their systemic thinking. And this allows us to come from a place of maybe fear. Um, and really, which really doesn't serve us well. Right. Right. <laughs> and really think more expansively or with more width about what they're wanting for themselves and what they can achieve.
0: No, that's, and that, I love the the idea of kind of having space in between, um, you know, and kind of being there as they need you to be there. So that, um, uh, that's good advice there. Right? But now if you think about you know, a lot of job seekers, you know, that stress and that anxiety and and that depression sneak up on them. I mean, there's a lot of times they're in the beginning of their job search that, um, you know, things are okay, but then it kind of gets moving into it. So what are the best ways for a job seeker to proactively keep anxiety and depression at bay, maybe at the beginning of their job search?
1: Well, this can be a very self-defeating time, especially if the thing's that you want are not coming along as quickly as you expected or uh, maybe the way that you would like and you're maybe you're getting some rejections along the way which can feel difficult Um, so stepping away from the negative self-talk is very important we all do it but making it the main player in conversations will make the job search even harder and when I say conversations I mean those in our heads or those that we speak out to the people that we talk about. So this is where the right support system can really keep you moving forward. That will look different for every person. Yeah. But it may include reaching out to friends and family. It may mean seeking a licensed counselor. Um of course it's helpful to have professional resources like the type that you offer at Reveal.
0: Yeah.
1: And there are a ton of apps on the market now. So you can download an app onto your phone or your tablet to support your mental health. And there's also uh, many toll-free 800 numbers where you can connect with someone.
0: So, and I I love how you mentioned, you know, sometimes you're going to need that support system to kick in. What are some signs uh, that, that job seekers and maybe folks who are listening right now need to be really aware of that it might be time to pull that plug and, and, and start engaging those resources?
1: To tell you the truth, I like to say be proactive and put those in place before you need them Mm. if you're able to. If you don't have them in place before you need them, then it's always good to start as soon as you are in the beginning of that transition and not hopefully waiting until you're more desperately needing those. So, you know, we're not a team of one. We are humans. We need our village of experts. We need our cheerleaders. Um, to make it through each and every life transition. And so it's a good idea to start building those um, as much as we can and knowing where those resources are, asking where those resources are. However, if someone hasn't already established that, uh, I would say go where you feel safe. Hmm.
0: Well, and and I love you use the word proactive again that's that's one of the fundamentals that that we really focus on here in the reveal talent community is is getting ahead of it you know being ahead of the issue before you need it because you're right it, you know a a um, disaster plan that you build during a disaster is not going to necessarily help you as much as one that you put in place months ahead of time so and i really respect that particular focus you put in there so more yeah. yeah go ahead <laughs>
1: Well, I I think of it like a first aid kit sometimes that, you know, you you obviously would like to have Band-Aids in the house before you get cut (laughs) instead of going to the grocery store with a bleeding hand. (laughs) Um, And, you know, like I said, it it really depends on everyone's so different. And it just depends on what that looks like for them. So being able to craft um, that support system and knowing where you can reach out to some of the professionals that can help you. Uh, before you actually are at that point is great and and asking for referrals is one of my best tips yeah if you know somebody who has had success with something and and really has maybe enjoyed a professional service Mm -hmm. or has found a support group or just even a community group that they're really engaged in those are great opportunities to see if it works out for you
0: yeah and you know if if you don't have friends and close folks that you can you know kind of ask for those referrals with, geez, there's so many things. I know like next door uh, is is a great place to find something. Uh, so we at least have some neighbors who maybe can make some recommendations. So yeah, things like that are important. Mm-hmm. Maureen, so at this point in the show, I always like to ask my guests if they'd be willing to get a little vulnerable and talk about a day or perhaps maybe the day that they felt the most discouraged and in, in how they dealt with it. But, you know, by the nature of your work, I mean, you've, you've been incredibly equipped to arm yourself against discouragement, but I know it's a natural emotion for even the best of us. I mean, is there anything you'd be willing to share about maybe something in your journey where you struggle with some of the th- same things that you were helping uh, your clients deal with?
1: Of course, I've certainly not been immune to discouragement either. Um, I've had some gaps of employment, searching for my next best fit many times. Mm. I know firsthand what it feels like to be told no, not to hear back at all, <laughs> yeah. or to be scared that you don't have the skills for a certain job. One big leap for me personally was starting my own wellness business back in 2013. I wasn't sure if I was a good enough expert to be taken seriously. Mm. I also wondered if being a first-time entrepreneur after a decade of working for others would work out for me. However, it turned out to be one of the best decisions I've made in my career.
0: So, Maureen, I mean, and I appreciate you being so vulnerable about the, the things with discouragement. What would you say are maybe the top three things that you did to kind of overcome that?
1: I'd say my top three actions that get me through the discouragement dip are usually uh, one, leaning way into my support system. So that includes talking to friends and family as well as professionals like resume writers or a career coach and lots of networking both online and pre-pandemic in person. Two, would be telling myself that I am creative, competent and worthy of a good job. Not to give up on Mm -hmm. myself because the right fit hasn't happened just yet. And that there are many different paths that lead us to success. And three, good time management. So taking breaks and letting my brain reset. I call that buffer time uh, between tasks because it's like when you have something digital that's buffering or downloading. (laughs) And we need to give ourselves those breaks so that our minds can come up with more creative ideas and we can see our situations at a different angle. Um, Almost everyone that I can think of Uh, Had a time where they had a great, great idea in the shower or they felt at peace while sitting outside on a nice day. And those are really sweet moments that we can really use to uplift ourselves.
0: Yeah. And that's, you know, it's tough to take that leap of faith and just to, to move forward you know, through a, a difficult decision to to kind of go it on your own. I'm so glad that you found success that went along with that. And that's what our audience, I think, needs to remember as well, that, you know, success doesn't tend to happen immediately. And you do have to kind of take your lumps along that journey sometimes. So Maureen, hey, thank you so much for taking the time to share your expertise with the audience today. But there may be Some folks out there would love to learn more about your wellness coach. So can you tell us more about that that business and and how do they get in touch with you?
1: Sure. I offer lifestyle and wellness coaching for individuals and groups. This can include anything from work-life balance to weight management. I also offer consulting services to organizations who have wellness programs and health coaching programs. My website is your dash wellness-coach.com. Please reach out to me if you're interested in working with me. I would love to hear from you.
0: Well, and I know you could do some wonderful good for a lot of folks, um, you know, who just need a little encouragement to kind of move forward. Any final thoughts or things you'd like to share? Just one piece of advice for for folks to kind of get them through uh, whatever tough job situation they're dealing with.
1: I always say self-care is not optional. It's a very important investment in our self-worth and it requires self-compassion because we don't always treat ourselves physically and mentally with the same energy and love that we give to others. I love the
0: way you put that. Thank you so much for finishing our conversation with such a nice mic drop moment. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, hopefully at some point in the future, we may get a chance to, to check back in and see what other kind of advice you might have. But thank you so much for your time today.
1: You're welcome. It was great to be here. Thank you.
0: I am so glad we had the opportunity to have someone with Maureen's experience on our podcast. Self-care is such an important part of the career journey. Here are a few things I took away from our conversation. As always, being proactive is a critical discipline, not only being proactive about keeping a good workout routine and eating the right things, but also about assembling a support system well before you need them. I also learned something about frozen vegetables. Who knew they were more healthy than fresh vegetables? Looks like I have something to add to this week's grocery list. I hope you heard some things that you can add to your list of things to help you stay healthy during difficult seasons in your life. Thanks so much for listening today. Every investment you make in your personal development is precious, and we hope the time you've invested with us today will spark thoughts and plans that will help you find the next climbing hold on the rock wall of your career. We hope you'll join us again soon, but until then, be proactive, be intentional, and keep moving forward.